What's up, fam? This is the last Good Jeans podcast with yours truly, Caleb, alongside my fellow hostess, Mia and Mel. And today is our last stop traveling abroad, and now we're going back home to the land of the free and home of the brave, the United States of America. Um, so this week has just been kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, not much sleep on my part. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you guys as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's let's dive right into this. So, yeah. according to an article I found on FashionUnited.com, uh, figuring out like what's what's the numbers for the United States fashion apparel market, and apparently their value is very great. And by very great, I mean it sits at 385.7 billion dollars, um, just all of our money alone. Wow. But um, Globally, the fashion market is at three trillion, and that makes up two percent of gross domestic product of like the world. So, wow. that's that's something. Um, as far as the U.S. is concerned, our employment for the fashion is one point eight million people. Basically, that just makes up <laughs> most of our. Uh, population here. According to fashion's capital state here in the United States of New York, the employment is 185,000 in New York City alone, just for fashion-related industries. And that ties into, like, retail jobs. So also um, for New York City, like, they accumulate from fashion $11 billion just from wages alone, and the tax revenue makes up $2 billion of that. That blew my mind because in retrospect, we were talking about India a couple weeks back and they're not even in the billions, like the country as a whole. And we're talking New York City alone is $11 billion in that in- industry. Like that's incredible. Right. It's, this is like really substantial compared to like what we've been covering mm-hmm. for other countries. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, compared to like China, even though we're like in debt to them, apparently I have no idea. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> This is just really outstanding. According to average wages in the fashion industry, like an average starting point is 26,000 for textile bleaching. So like clothes that you see with bleach on it, Mm. that makes up $26,000. And like dyeing machines. That's insane, because you can just bleach your clothes (laughs) yourself. (laughs) Exactly. They just take like a water bottle and just like mix it with some bleach and just like get a sprayer and then you do it yourself. So moving forward from that, where you have like marketers and like sales managers in fashion, they accumulate $84,600. So you're looking at a really good living. I think a lot of it comes from Nia Found's articles about um, fashion popularity is we base it off of what our singers and musicians and um, actors and actresses are wearing and whether they're pulling from other countries and different trends, like we're following them. And because they're so popular, like we're willing to do whatever we can to look like them and yeah. dress like them. And Europe, all their fashion that they take ideas from is from the fashion hierarchy. Um, because Europe is so big in the fashion industry. Um, I mean, I guess we are too, but compared to what Europe has, we have the cheap stuff. And Europe has um, all the high-end stuff. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like where they look up to... those fashion designers that are well known and that's where they get their style from and we just get it just from looking at people on the streets or going to school and stuff like that 
So I was reading a, an article that said even in the 1700s, people in London were looking at the fashion magazines for influence and like reading all about it. And wow. I mean, I don't do that. I mean, right. I do, but I'm not <laughs> going to go out not. and buy, buy this stuff that yeah. I right. see. It's too expensive. But like, that's what they, yeah. you know, do. Like most of the stuff that they sell in this industry anyway is just like outlandish things that just look weird and right. yeah. like way too out of like whack for like mm-hmm. anybody to just wear it normally. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm wearing like a blouse or a shirt. Like, right. And it's like all the way down to like their legs and that's one whole piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's what sells. Yep. Nike is a good example of that. A great industry, but they didn't really become popular until the 1980s when, again, musicians and actors started wearing their brand. And so then it just, like, skyrocketed. Yeah. Because of, like, what they initially cultivated in that time, they became one of our biggest and largest, like, companies to contribute to the fashion industry. Yeah. They set annual revenues of $30.6 billion annually. And they make a market value of nearly $105 billion. Okay, so I found... This kind of goes back to when we were talking about how, you know, teens looked up a lot of the fashion things and they followed the trends. Mm-hmm. In 1873, Jacob Davis worked with Levi Strauss um, to make jeans for miners so that their clothing could be durable. But, you know, eventually it developed into Levi's. And in the 1950s, um, Marlon Brando and James Dean made blue jeans fashionable because they wore them in movies and Mm. people were like if i buy these because they have them people are going to notice me too yeah the 80s madonna and cindy lopper like they were the ones that started the whole leggings um fad and the baggy sweaters and the neon colors like two icons you know and music icons and now they're fashion icons and she was also huge for belly button piercings too which i thought that that was really interesting oh. it's really like cool and also like fascinating to see like how far we've come just as a country and what we believe to push us forward in our culture with like fashion from church and religion like you have people who dress old school and like that's just the yeah. way how things work and it's just like a suit and tie mm-hmm. versus like other churches today where it's like show up casual or like you know that way that is it's implemented in like people's minds like oh you could come as you are exactly yeah yeah and that really plays a huge part in like today's um like people coming in and being more invited and Mm -hmm. more accepted upon like who they are and like like what their lifestyles are today yeah and then like i'm just currently thinking back to like our previous podcast and like where we started from with like Australia, we did Shanghai and mm-hmm. also another place. Um, Was I it Italy? No, uh, um, just India. No, the first one. Our very first podcast, we did three different places. Oh, New- didn't we do New York? No. So it was Australia, Shanghai. And a third one. Did I we have, have a third, third one? one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't remember what it was. They all oh, tied together oh. somehow. Wait a minute. No, Brazil was a different day. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. What the? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, anyway, like, I was just saying that as, like, a reference and going into, um, like, India, Brazil, and even, like, Greece, like, all those countries have, like, something that distinctively, distinctively, describes the culture and like the vibrance of like how they 
are proud in like what they wear mm-hmm. and here it's more like we're proud of who we are but we're vastly different like right. there's nothing yeah. that yeah. that yeah. like um that separates culture it's more right. like all blended together mm-hmm. and it makes one like Absolutely. whole identity for america and mm-hmm. americans all across so it's like you have you know different ethnicities minorities and yeah what was that? it's london sorry london. London. <laughs> I, knew, I thought it was england but i was like i'm not sure Close enough. yeah um but like all those were just for one country like they right. they dressed the same exactly but here like we dress so differently over like an account of so many states and you know you have urban you have rural you have mm-hmm. suburban and then like things things like that just like distinctively make us like the hugest like um pioneer for like how we wear uh, our clothes and like what we define ourselves through with fashion yeah. altogether. Yeah. So it's yeah. just amazing to see like what we what we initiate as far as like a culture and as people who come together from different matters of society and yeah. upbringings. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty much that yeah. for our podcast. And this was like such a great journey to do. So yeah. well, thanks with for you joining guys. us. Um, thank you for putting me on your team. And uh, Stephanie, absolutely. Thanks for joining. We couldn't have done it without you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is so cool um, to cover all this and really just learn about cultures. But um, anyway, we're signing off. This is the Good Genes Podcast. Thank you for all your time. Thank you for listening and follows and getting us up to where we are right now. Please check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And we'll see you guys later. Take care.